Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue our series of um, highlighting each division and what we are or aren't betting for each division. We are down to the final two divisions of our um, schedule, which is exciting because that means we're inching closer and closer to real football. Preseason is not real football, sorry, um, except for, for Zach Wilson. It's very real this morning. But um, we are going to tackle the NFC East. We're going to go through each team in the division. We're going to talk about their over and under, what our prediction is for their schedule, and then, of course, whether or not we're going to bet it or not. As always, I'm joined by my partner here, Clarkson. How are you today, bud? Doing all right, man. Just, just hanging out. We're going to knock this pot out and do some more chores, I guess, that just never, ever, ever will stop. Adulting is fun, man. This is this is owning a home, I guess. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's about planning out your day so that you can yeah. find just five minutes in your day to have a good day. You know what I mean? Like, you're working well, nonstop. Hey, no, no humidity in Nashville today. It's not supposed to rain, so it should be a pretty good Saturday. Right. It should be a pretty good Saturday to do some yard work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with that being said, the um, NFC East is an interesting division for me because I feel like there could be, um, well, I mean, obviously there's going to be at least one playoff team, but there's one team in particular that I'm intrigued by. Um, I talked about it last week on the episode with Matthew Fox, but last year the Dallas Cowboys won the division. The Philadelphia Eagles snuck into the last wild card spot. Uh, the Washington now commanders um, finished in third and the Giants finishing fourth. Um, this year, We'll go, uh, we're going to go from top to bottom like we do each and every week. The over under on the Dallas Cowboys right now is sitting at 10, which is an interesting number for me because I feel like this team got projectively worse over the offseason, um, which is interesting because I don't really believe that this division is going to be all that grand. They remind me a little bit of the AFC South, and I feel like we're going to have a couple different teams that might be close together. Um, looking at their schedule, I put down, they had two, four, six, two, four, six, eight, nine, quote unquote, hard games on their schedule, I guess you could look at. So that, that's something that I factored into this, but for the overall record, um, when I ran their record, um, let's see here, Dallas, I had them several different times. I was all over the place in this team. I was high and then I was low. And then my final one, I had them at nine wins, which was weird, but, um, I had them right around, um, a little close to 10 and a half, 11 wins. So I put them down at 11 and six, but I don't feel really confident about that. Um, so they're over under being 10, which is automatic no bet for me because I just, this team could probably win eight, nine games easily. Um, but I just don't know. And they could win maybe 10 or 11 games easily. I just don't believe in this team as a collective unit. And it wouldn't surprise me if there's another team in this division that wins the division. So I'm at 11 and six, but I'm at a no bet. What about you, Chris? Uh, 
10's a really high number. I mean, like you said, the, the division last year wasn't very good, but the Cowboys, I think, well, did get worse. Um, obviously, with Amari Cooper being traded, um, CeeDee Lamb is their really only proven receiver. Michael Gallup's coming back from injury. Um, I just don't know who Dak Prescott is going to be throwing the ball to. I know he's another year away from his, you know, gruesome leg injury. So he should be healthier and should be able to, you know, run the ball a little bit more as he did before he got hurt. But I think a couple of teams in the division actually caught up to him, um, at least one of them. But I saw a stat the other day that nobody – the NFC East hasn't had repeat division winners since, like, 2004. Um, and I think this year is going to continue that trend. So I had them winning, you know, 10, 11, 12 games each time I, I ran the predictor. But I just – I don't really see that coming to fruition for this team. Um, so I'm going to stay away from it. I, I don't think I'm confident enough to bet the under either, but, you know, I, I would be hard-pressed to, to find 11 wins, confident wins to be able to say, hey, yes, I'm definitely betting the over on this. Uh, it kind of intrigued me that their win over-under was at 10. It felt – this feels like a – even – it feels like a more nine-and-a-half win total, which I was very surprised to see the Eagles up at nine-and-a-half. That's a very high number for that team as well, considering – you know, coming off a season where I think they were nine and eight, they did back into the playoffs. They did get astronomically better this offseason. Um, there's still the big question mark at the quarterback position. I'm still not a Jalen Hurts guy, but he did show flashes last year of being a capable starting quarterback. But at the end of the day, like the thing about it is, is that the Eagles underachieved this year. They have ample, um, you know, weapons in the draft to be able to move up to grab one of these better quarterbacks next year. But speaking of this year, I still believe in this team. Um, I'm more bullish on this team than I think I've ever been before in my life, but they've gotten better on defense. And of course, the pickup of AJ Brown, which I thought was an amazing pickup for this offense. I mean, you're talking about three weapons and AJ Brown, Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. That's that's pretty damn solid. That's one of the better trios you're going to get in all of football. So I looked at the schedule. I was crazy. I ran their schedule. I had them 11, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9 is what I had them across the board. When I look at their schedule, it looks a lot easier than what that portrays because I look at their hard, quote unquote hard games and um, I look out outside the division. You know what I mean? Because even if you go three and three in your division, you're still looking – I only, I only found six hard games in their schedule outside of the division and Minnesota at Arizona. I put Pittsburgh. I still think Pittsburgh's going to be a, a, one of those teams. that's going to still be a hard win for a lot of football teams. And then at Indianapolis, Green Bay, Tennessee. Now, what I did love about Philadelphia's schedule is the back half. You have the at the Giants, at Chicago, at Dallas, New Orleans, Giants. I mean, you're talking about a team that can go four and one on that back half of that schedule with no problem. And that, to me, is something that's going to be highlighted with this roster as well. So um, very bullish on this team. Nine and a half wins is still too scary for me to bet on. Um, I have them at 10 and 7. That's, I feel confident that this team is either going to win nine or 10 games, which means nine and a half is a little too scary for me. But I, I like this football team, and it hates and it pains me to say that, but um, I think the Eagles have a good football team top to bottom. And I truly believe that they're going to be 
in contention for this division. They really are. It wouldn't surprise me if they won it. But um, what are you at, Clarkson? Uh, kind of in the same boat as you, but I think I'm a little bit uh, more confident in the Eagles. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think he takes a, another step forward. He's a great fantasy football quarterback. Um, but, I mean, even since he was a freshman at, at Bama, he proved that he was a, just a winning quarterback. Um, he doesn't make a ton of mistakes, um, and he just finds finds a way to win football games. And that's what you that's what you need in the NFL a lot these days. I mean, the the Tom Brady's of the world and and the the Patrick Mahomes of the world, the quarterbacks that you know can go out and win you football games. Those are there's only like three or four of those guys in the league. So if you can find a quarterback like a Jalen Hurts who can go out, win you a handful of games, but also not lose you a bunch of games. Um, I think that nine and a half is I'm pretty confident to, in going over on that, on that number. Um, I had them at 11 and six the last time I, I ran the predictor this morning. And uh, I think, I think they clear that nine and a half pretty easily. And like you said, I'm, I, I have them winning the division this year, um, taking it over the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys may sneak into a wild card spot, but I think the, the Eagles win this division. Yeah, I think we're looking at two playoff teams at the end of the day. I really feel like because of how weak the NFC is, I really feel like um, either either of these teams is going to win 10. I, I You know, whoever wins the division is probably going to have a 10 or 11 win record, right? You know what I mean? And the Eagles just benefit from a, from an easier schedule too. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just you are playing an easier schedule. So that's why I favor the Eagles as well. But it's to me, it's like the division still a toss-up. I just – I i don't feel as confident as you to clear that 10 mark. I mean, I feel like they're going to hit 10, but – like, man, it just scares me at nine and a half. When you have them in 11 wins, you feel a little more confident. 11 wins is definitely more um, breathing room um, than it is with my 10. So, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if they win 11. It wouldn't surprise me if they go 10 and 7 and win this division. It wouldn't surprise me if 10 wins wins this division or even nine wins wins this division. Yeah. Speaking of a team that I was very uncertain of, is that's the Washington Commanders. I'm way more bullish on Carson Wentz than 95% of, of America. Um, I don't think he's as bad as everybody thinks he is. I feel like he's um, a variation of uh, Kurt Cousins, where it's like when all eyes are on him, he makes the most boneheaded plays you'll ever see in your entire <laughs> life, which makes you forget about maybe the 14 other games where he's not making those bonehead plays. I mean, the guy doesn't have bad stats. And I mean, I was it's crazy to me. I was looking at his stats and I'm like, man, most teams would love a quarterback that produced these stats like they would i mean it's so i was looking at the stats from last or the last couple of years um 2020 wasn't as great but he's had one two three four of his five seasons he's only had single digit interceptions with having 20 or more to 27 or more touchdowns in three of those four seasons i mean he his rookie year he had 33 and seven second season or third season at 27 and seven and then his um Last year, he had 27 touchdowns and seven, uh, seven interceptions, which is really good. Like people, that's, that's actually good. Like yeah. 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions is really good. Um, he had the rushing touchdown as well last year, but um, like it's, he's not a terrible quarterback. Like I said, I just think that he makes bonehead mistakes at the times when eyes are on him and that really makes him struggle. Um, there's been a variety of reports um, out of camp. One report 
from like this this whole training camp thing has been very confusing for me because you had one guy say this is some of the worst quarterback play we've ever seen at camp and on the flip side it was like this is this is the, this is the best Carson's ever looked and I'm like what is really true like I don't I don't understand what we're, like what game are we playing here but um another team that I kind of struggle with but their over under is at eight um very very neutral number very very much a number I'm staying away from yeah I'm three I'm three for three on 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 staying away from uh staying away from bets in this division you're welcome for yeah. that great betting advice in this episode guys but looking at their schedule I mean it's it's hit and miss like it's very hit and miss it's 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 on track basically with the rest of the division they do start off Jacksonville Detroit uh Philly Dallas Tennessee Chicago like that's a, if you come out that you know four and two I think that you're sitting pretty um because the last, uh, was it? They got Houston, Atlanta, Giants, Giants, San Francisco, Cleveland, Dallas. And I think that's a, I mean, I got them at eight and nine. I think that's what I, 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 I finished them at eight and nine. Through my predictor, I had them at six, nine, eight, eight. And then some random reason I had them at 10 wins. So, um, but I got them at an average of 8.2, which puts them right around eight and nine, which puts them right at making that over under eight. And I just don't feel confident enough to bet the under either here, because I think that this is very much a Carson Wentz nine and eight, eight, nine team period. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a no better on this one. What about you, Clarkson? Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. Um, I could see them winning anywhere from six to, to nine games. Um, Carson Wentz is a, is a serviceable quarterback. I thought, I think he got blamed for a lot of things in the previous organizations he was in that he shouldn't have gotten blamed for. Um, yeah, Frank, right. You hear that? You should have been fired. <laughs> Sorry. No. I know Ricky's feelings about Frank Reich. So we won't, we won't rehash those here. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't really think this team as a whole is a good football team. I don't even think they're a mediocre football team. And when you have a, a less than stellar roster, you need to have a guy a quarterback who can go out and win you a lot of games. Um, um, I mean, I think it was weird how this defense was so bad last year. The year yeah, after, it doesn't make any sense. Incredible. Like the year before, yeah. they were a great defense. I don't know if Ron Rivera is a good coach. So, like, that's part of the problem too. <laughs> I don't think he's. A, I, I think he gets fired this year. Period. I yeah, think he's gone. I mean, we'll see. I just think that. I mean, eight wins is like you said. It's a. It's a very middling number obviously you know and it's one of those things well I mean I could see them winning five six seven games I could also see them back back ignoring into a nine-win season but so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from this one too um under would be the call I think but I'm not confident enough in that to to bet it yeah because I feel like if either of the Cowboys or Eagles underachieve I feel like the commanders could overachieve. And that's yeah. to me where it gets scary on that eight number because it's such a, I don't know. I don't, first off, I've talked about this a thousand times in the show now. Like, I just don't like flat numbers. If this number was like seven and a half, maybe yeah. I would be a little bit more intrigued. Um, but speaking of a number that is outrageous, that's the New York Giants. Their over under is seven. And I don't know why. I don't understand hey, why. Before you get into this and before we start this conversation, which way is it outrageous? Oh, I'll get to that. The last time, because the last time we had a conversation <laughs> about the Bears, you went one direction, I went the other. 
Well, I think this is outrageous because I think the New York Giants is one of the worst football teams in the in the in the entire league. Okay, cool. So <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah, we're on the same page there. All right. So <laughs> I think I think Daniel Jones stinks. So yeah. um I I don't think he's good. I don't think that team's very good. Their weapons is filled. Like Kenny Galladay is a good receiver. Um Wondale Robinson is also a very good receiver. <laughs> He's a player on their team. Um, I, why is this number seven? I don't. I don't, know. I, I don't. I don't understand why that. I'm trying to remember. They did. They, you know, the standings. I think they season? won three or four games last they year. They won four games last. They're not three games better than last year. Like I liked a new coach. I liked double or Brian double. He came over from Buffalo, but this is not going to be a one year fix guys. Like that's just not going to happen. Daniel, look, Daniel Jones is still the quarterback. And if Daniel Jones gets hurt or they bench him, Tyrod Taylor, there's backup. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like they've got, <laughs> like you're talking about a t- this is not good like let's look at their schedule like, like the giant schedule is at tennessee carolina dallas chicago green bay baltimore jacksonville seattle start the season i mean they could, have, they could very easily start that going into the bye week oh and eight exactly like, <laughs> and then the back half of the schedule not much easier i mean sure they play houston but i think houston's a better team i think detroit's a better team than them you have dallas washington philadelphia washington minnesota Indianapolis and Philadelphia. Like I feel like Philadelphia benefited by playing them two times in the last five weeks because I just feel like they're a way better football team. The Giants are gonna stink. Like the Giants are gonna be bad. Like when I ran my predictor on this team, I had them at three wins, two wins. Luckily, they got five one week, four (laughs) wins, and then two wins in the last one. And to me, it's like, where did the number seven come from? Because I'm still very confused. Like this team is this number should be five and a half. Like that should be this number that their number should be five and a half. And I would still probably bet the under because I have them rounded out at a solid four and 13, which means I'm smashing the under because that's a three win gap. Even if, even if you could talk me into six wins and that's, you're going to have to talk me into that over a couple of drinks. And that's not, it's just seven is just a, a crazy number for this team. I'm, I'm confused by this team um there's no way they make seven wins i'm glad we're on the same page of this week because i was no, like if you're no, gonna go I giants mean, i was gonna fire you so <laughs> I, I agree with that 100 i was i just wanted to check real quick on the odds um and they're split under sevens minus one and 110 over sevens minus 110 that doesn't make any sense to me like the bravens over nine and a half is minus 160 like if I don't understand how the New York Giants under seven isn't like minus 150, 160, 170. That doesn't make should be easily any any sense to me. Don't get me wrong. I think Wandale Robinson could easily oh my God. <laughs> four wins this year. I think they met that that football player just makes them better a better football team. Um and it'll be nice to watch him and Will Levis uh, reconnect next year after the Giants take him number one overall. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm 100 on the same page as you. I'm hammering the under. I had them at four, three, two, four, and like five wins, I think. But I'm all over the under, and w- minus 110 is just incredible odds for that. I, I don't get. Yeah. It. 
It doesn't make 90 cents for every dollar. I mean, Vegas may know something that we don't, but I, I just, you look for value bets, especially with team futures on like full season bets. Yeah. You're tying up your money for like six months and, and minus one ten on that is probably the best value that you're going to get. I just don't even, because even at the, at the end of the season, you wait your six months. And even if you push it seven, like there's no way this team wins a football game. Like there's, no way. Like, like, like they would, they like, <laughs> like a division team until week three when they play the Cowboys. Like, every single team would have to lose half of their starters in that division for them to win the divisional game, first of all. And yeah. then I've got them at 0 and 6 in the division. I've got them at 0 and 8 away from home. They've somehow managed in the last one to win four games. At, at home, but I, I just don't see it. I don't understand. Like I'm, I'm baffled at that number. So high. It's like <laughs> if the Jets are at five and a half, and I think the Jets are like well before the the before, Wilson injury, we yeah. might be a five and a halfer. But it's like what? Like Maybe. seven. It might know. be because the. I mean, historically, I guess the e- NFC East is usually kind of close as a as a division. But was it, but four and third, they were four and thirteen. Yeah, four and thirteen last, year, last year. I don't <laughs> trying to spin zone it into make trying to make it make sense, but everything that I say, everything that comes out of my mouth, trying to spin zone it, just sounds dumber than the last thing that came out of my mouth. Okay, so wait a minute. Okay, so I've got an even more fun stat. They haven't won seven games since twenty sixteen. And since 2013, they've only won seven games twice. And they went, they went seven and nine in one of those games. Hmm. So since, since, they, since they lost that wild card round in 2016, they've three and 13, five and 11, four and 12, six and 10, four and 13. Please hmm. tell me again why this team has not improved this offseason that much to be a seven win team on the books. Like, this is the most outrageous ludicrous and they haven't yeah. finished first place in the division since 2011 which we don't talk about that season so sure we do no we do not they won a super bowl that year didn't they? i am not talking about that season eli manning hall of famer i that is far from true that he is not all <laughs> he is a hall of mediocre um now looking at their previous records this is making me even more baffled that this number is up to seven like they are haven't won seven games since 2016, but somehow they're going to miraculously win. Like they're averaging four to five wins for the last five seasons. Like this is insane. Like this is the most outrageous number I've ever seen in my entire life. All right. Well, that's it for the NFC East breakdown. Next week, we're going to tackle the AFC East. And then the week after, we're going to have our big final betting show um, heading into the season. Clarkson and I are going to rehash all of these and we're going to tell you we're going to bet over and under. We're going to put it into a little Excel spreadsheet. We'll make that accessible for everybody to see. Maybe we'll throw in an article on the Music City Drive-In. But we'll make it so that you can hold us accountable at the end of the year. Um, and like we've, like we've been doing all year um, with injuries and stuff like that over the next couple of weeks, it's going to be nice to see. And not, not nice to see. But it'll obviously change some of the trajectories of some of these teams. It'll change the over and unders for some of these teams as well because injuries do play a factor in all of that. 
Um, make sure to follow Clarkson on Twitter at Chris Clarkson 91. Make sure to follow myself at Ricky Blair underscore. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good week, guys. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.